What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, One Hard Thing You Must Admit Before Your Life Slips Away. Let's start with a story that Mark wrote about the night we met. She has light brown hair, a seductive smile, and the most engaging set of hazel green eyes I have ever seen. It's the kind of engaging I can't ignore, the kind that makes me want to engage too, because she's mysterious, and I'm curious, and I need to know more. Yet, I do my best to avoid making eye contact, so I stare down at the pool table and pretend to study my opponent's next move, but only long enough for her to look the other way so I can once again catch a glimpse of magnificence. I do this not because she intimidates me, but because I think she may be the girl Chad met last night, a wild night that he said involved two bottles of port wine, chocolate cake, and sweaty bedsheets. Then, just as her eyes unexpectedly meet mine, my opponent groans, it's been your turn for like five minutes. Are you planning on going sometime tonight? And the girl walks gracefully away. So I continue to wonder, is she the port wine and chocolate cake girl? Gosh, she, she, she could be, but I don't know. But I don't wonder for too long because Chad enters the room and says, Mark, there's someone I want you to meet. So I follow him into the kitchen and we bump right into her. Oh, Angel, Chad says. This is my buddy, Mark. And I smile from ear to ear and give off a little chuckle because she's not the port wine and chocolate cake girl, but also because I've spent the past 20 minutes thinking about the port wine and the chocolate cake and the sweaty bedsheets. Hours later, the party begins winding down, but the band is still playing. The two painters who have been painting a wall mural all evening are still painting, and Angel and I are still dancing. Are you tired? I ask. No, Angel says. Dancing is my outlet. When I dance, I transcend myself and the doubts that sometimes prevent me from being me. This evening has been enchanting, just dancing with you and just being me. So I twirl her around, and the drummer keeps drumming, and the guitarist keeps strumming, the singer keeps singing, the painters keep painting, and now we're the only ones dancing. As we continue to dance, she says... I feel as if we're naked. And not just you and me, but the drummer, the guitarist, the singer, and the painters too. Everyone left in this room is naked. Naked and free. I smile and I tell her I agree. We are naked. We are free. As I know that we don't have to take off our clothes to be naked. Because moments of passionate presence flow into each other like port wine flows into chocolate cake. And if we let them, These moments can expose us completely and continuously and create climaxes that don't even require sex. Because true climax has little to do with orgasm and everything to do with passion, love, and devotion that we choose to invest in someone or something. In the same way, nakedness has little to do with how much clothing we wear and everything to do with our awareness in a given moment of time an unfettered present awareness that frees the mind and allows us to truly live in the moment for all it's worth. After a few more songs, Angel asks if I join her out on the front porch where it's quieter. 
just so we can talk about life, she says. I give her a little wink. Yeah, I love life in this crazy world. It is crazy, isn't it? She smiles. Yeah, a world in which we can be naked with our clothes on and experience continual climax without intercourse. Because instead we can achieve both with music or paint or dance or any form of avid self-expression, I add. You got it. Even the sincerity of this conversation is beginning to work for me, she says as we step out the front door and into the moonlight. Why did we just tell you that story? Because sometimes we need a reminder. We need to be reminded of the beauty and sweetness of passionately absorbing oneself into the present moment, into the people, the dialogues, and the priceless little events that exist there. We need to be reminded of what it's like to be naked and free. Because too often, amid the hustle, we forget. We forget to pay attention. We forget to be grateful for the opportunity directly in front of us. So Mark wrote a story about a night from our distant past that we can remember and recite in vivid detail simply because we were completely present at the time. We weren't distracted. We weren't in a rush to get somewhere better. We weren't resisting things or trying to change them in any way. We were 100% there. And as a result, I allowed that night to change our lives. Now, think about how this relates to your life. Admitting the hard truth and embracing it is important, you know, and where you are and what you're doing at any given moment is absolutely essential because it's the only moment guaranteed to you. You know, you're not on the way somewhere else. You are not progressing to a more important time or place. The present is not just a stepping stone. It really is the ultimate destination, and in many ways you have already arrived. This moment is where your greatest power lies. This moment is your life. It might seem obvious, but again, I forget. Angel forgets, and we know you do too. All day, every day, many of us feel like the present just isn't enough. Like our life isn't worthy of our full presence. It's a hard truth, but we have to admit, we are continuously thinking about what's to come as if it's not enough to appreciate what we have right in front of us. We sit down to relax for a moment and then we immediately feel the urge to read something on our phones or check social media or text someone as if relaxing for a moment isn't enough. We procrastinate when it's time to work, choosing just more distractions as if the process of actually doing the work isn't enough for us. We get annoyed with people when they fail to live up to our expectations as if the reality of who they are isn't enough for us. We reject situations, people, and even ourselves because we feel like we need more, more, more something different. But what if we did the opposite? What if we accepted this moment and everything and everyone in it, including ourselves, is exactly enough? What if we admitted that life is slipping away right now and we saw this fleeting time we have as enough without needing to share it on social media or capture it or alter it in any way? What if we accepted the bad with the good, the letdowns with the lessons, the annoying with the beautiful, and the anxiety with the opportunity, as part of a package deal that this moment alone is offering us? What if we paused right now and saw everything with perfect clarity and no distractions? Keep thinking about it. 
Would we live more meaningful and memorable lives? Would we have more beautiful stories to cherish and share? I think we would. And thus, we think now is the best time to pay attention. Now is the best time to look around and be grateful for our health, our homes, our families, our friends, and our momentary opportunities. Nothing lasts. Everything is happening and changing before our eyes. Let's do our best to be naked and free and aware of every little climatic moment together. That was actually an excerpt uh, from our most recent book, A Thousand Little Habits of Happy, Successful Relationships. It's a little story that I had uh, written about our distant past for the book. Um, But it is so true, you know, um, Angel and I, there's certain moments, including that moment that that we're able to recite about our lives. And when we can do that, it's definitely a clear indication that we were 100% there. We were 100% present. Our entire heart and soul it was invested in those moments. And so that's something that we always keep in mind. You know, um, Again, that's something that you'll hear a lot about on this podcast, in our books, um, on our blog if you read it, and that is paying attention, slowing down enough to at least make the best of the present moment, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be ideal. It doesn't mean we're just sitting there singing Kumbaya and not bettering ourselves or moving forward, but we do want to embrace what is in front of us. Yeah. And it's so easy to point out when other people aren't doing that, right? Like if you're in the presence of a family member or a friend and they're on their phone when you're when you're out at a restaurant, you can see like, gosh, they're not paying attention to me, you know? The same thing with, you know, Mac, our seven-year-old son. Um, when we're talking about something, he, he's always on to the next thing. Well, <laughs> always. Well, what, are, what are we doing tonight? Where are What's we going? When am I going to the <laughs> playground? Like, and it's like, well, we're, we're here right now. And so I think, you know, when you catch yourself pointing out how other people can't be present, reflect on your own actions, right? And um, take a look around and say, you know, how can you be more present in this moment and more grateful for this moment and opportunity? Yeah, everything's a fleeting. Like like we said, I mean, it's it, we are not arriving someplace else. We have arrived in many ways, you know. The process of getting from point A to point B, the process of building the next thing into your life, going to the next meeting, you know, getting to the playground, just the process of doing that is, is worth paying attention to. Uh, and again, it's like you don't need to be cliched about it, but the more you can tune in, um, the better you'll feel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can be really great. I mean, that is that is essentially what a walking meditation is, right? It's just taking a walk and truly paying attention to the sounds and the feeling of the breeze on your skin and you know, the light as, as it changes through the trees. I mean, it's just really tuning into the present moment. That's what a, a walking meditation is. And that is something that Angel and I have just tried to do more and more throughout our lives is just truly taking moments to really zero in on the present, right? Yeah. doesn't have to be continuous, but remind yourself it's time to tune in. Yeah. And, you know, that's a, that's a good challenge for our listeners today. Can you go for a walk around your neighborhood without playing on your phone, right? Like, Put the phone in your pocket or leave it at home and go for a walk and take in the sights and sounds of your own neighborhood of <laughs> nature, right? So that's my challenge to you today. <laughs> Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Oh!